Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Thursday, September 24th. You guys have been sending us a ton of emails about the real estate market. And, uh, you know, data this week confirming that things are hot in that housing market. So hot that uh, I think some people are really getting squeezed right now. We've got such low inventory, unsold inventory in existing homes now at a three-month supply. You know, usually when we say um, under four months or less is considered a seller's market. Wow, this is like there's a seller's market on steroids, ladies and gentlemen. So I thought that it would be interesting for you guys to listen to my segment on CBS this morning. It is about the hot housing market. Here it is, CBS this morning, hot housing. Take a listen. In this morning's Eye on Money, how the coronavirus is affecting the red-hot housing market, August sales of existing homes hit the highest level in nearly 14 years, soaring more than 10% from a year ago. But inventory is low. There were nearly 2 million fewer homes available than at the same time last year. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us to help make sense of these changes. Jill, good morning. First of all, why is the housing market booming? Well, I think that there are a lot of factors that are combining. It is really clear that our nature of where we live and how we work has shifted with the pandemic. So we already had a very buoyant market before the pandemic. A lot of people, all of a sudden, they're home, they realize, uh-oh, I don't really like my house, or I don't like renting, or gosh, my kids are with me. All those factors really encouraging people to leave cities, leave their old homes, look for new homes, and of course, mortgage rates are very, very low. And this is encouraging a hot housing market. But as you noted, the inventory, the number of homes for sale has dropped dramatically. And the number of homes for sale really is the determining factor of supply and demand. So we have just seen an almost frenzy to get going here. I want to remind you, though, of course, if you're looking for a house, you shouldn't be deterred by this hot housing market. But you've got to run your numbers. You've got to budget and have that home down payment in a safe place, not at risk in the market. And, you know, get that pre-approval. Try to look beyond the pandemic because I know we're in the middle of this right now, but things could shift in the next couple of years. You're probably buying a house for the next 20 or 30 years. Well, you talk about the low inventory, which leads to bidding wars. And so when is it, when do you decide about whether you should get into a bidding war? I feel 
like this is a little bit of a deja vu in a lot of markets. It almost feels like 2004 or 2005 again. Real estate firm Redfin says that over the last four months, over 54% of the bids that they've submitted have been part of bidding wars. Oh, it's hard to imagine. Now, the really important fact here is it's okay to be in a bidding war as long as you have run the numbers and calculated the top end where you can go. My worry is, as a former financial planner, is that people blow through what they've budgeted for their house and they ask for problems down the line. So stick to your numbers and don't get emotional. Really try to walk away. You know, Anthony, I've always told you this. My mother used to be a realtor and she used to say, a house is like a man. There's more than one for you in the world. <laughs> go, go mom. Go mom. <laughs> Thank nice. you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, mentioned, you. you mentioned the cities. A lot of people are leaving the cities because of the pandemic. What's that doing to the housing market? I mean, it's, it's a seller's market probably except in the cities right now, right? That's absolutely true. And you can look at areas like New York or in the Bay Area where we're seeing people flee the city and really look for more room. I think that there's a really interesting aspect to this, which is people leaving the cities. We had a, a whole trend towards urbanization. Now, I don't know if that's really going to be a permanent trend. It's one we should look at. I should also really be clear that a lot of the move away from the cities has been young people who have left their rental apartments and moved back home. We got a stunning figure from Pew Research. It just blew my mind. Right now, 18 to 29 year olds, 52 percent have gone back to their homes. I know you're uh, feeling this, Anthony, because yes. you might feel you're in your own home. Yeah. 52% <laughs> are living home. Do you know that is the highest number of young adults living home since the Great Depression? Yep. I don't know whether or not that's going to persist, but what we do know is those Gen Z folks, boy, they love paying down their student loan debt and they like saving money. So, Anthony, you might have company for a while. Yeah, well, I had a daughter who moved out, and about a month later, she moved back in. Jill, I know how it feels. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jill Schlesinger. Okay, that was it. Tomorrow, I'm going to focus on some of the questions you guys are asking about the housing market. So do tune in. And as always, don't forget, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and please, please try to do something nice for someone else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.